0: there's this incredible distinct quality about human beings that make us this really unique species on the planet that you can become something tomorrow that you are not today and maybe if we look back the person the leader the man the woman that you were a year ago is not the same person man woman leader that you are today and that is mind blowing that should absolutely blow our minds i get so passionate about this because growth is I, growth is in the name of our business right and and what's so incredible is that you have this opportunity and ability to grow and you are not who you used to be Well, hey there. If we have not yet met, my name is Alex Jen. I'm the founder of Path for Growth, and this is the Path for Growth podcast. Now, as a business, we exist to help impact-driven leaders step into who they were created to be so that others benefit and God is glorified. And this podcast is just another iteration of how that mission comes to life. Now I'm really excited because this episode is going to be a little bit different and it kind of corresponds to what we did the week of Thanksgiving last year. One of the things I believe is that anytime you do something more than once, uh, at that point, it becomes a tradition, right? So we get to say that this is a new tradition on the Path for Growth podcast, and that's that the week of Thanksgiving, we do a guided gratitude episode. And so this will be a little bit distinct from our normal content episodes, and that at the beginning, I am going to walk you through some content on why gratitude is important for you as a leader and for your business. But from there, we're going to point the conversation at you, and I'm going to ask you some really specific and intentionally designed questions to help you evaluate, but more than evaluate, experience gratitude For what has what is and what is to come. And I think that this relates directly to a principle that I just deeply believe in. And it's related to that quote, that says that there's not wisdom in experience, there's wisdom in evaluated experience. Uh, And I think we can all agree that that is true, that just because you did something doesn't mean you extracted the lessons, the principles and the power of that thing, because the lessons, the principles and the power of the thing that you went through came from the evaluation. Maybe put another way, the power comes from reflection. Reflection is what turns a mistake into a lesson. Reflection is what turns a gift that you were unaware of into one that you are aware of and one that you are outrageously, incredibly grateful for. And so what we're going to do today is we are going to practice healthy growth by practicing intentional, purposeful, and deliberate reflection. And specifically, we're going to look at this topic of reflection through the lens of gratitude and through the lens of what you're grateful for. But truly, I want you to play all out with this episode and and I don't just want you to kind of go through the motions and listen to the questions and just kind of haphazardly, half-heartedly engage with what we're talking about because I just truly believe that gratitude is so important for you as a leader. And Zig Ziglar used to say that gratitude is the healthiest of all human emotions. Think about that for a second. Uh, The healthiest of all human emotions. Put another way, If we were to say it like Zig Ziglar would say it, he would say, gratitude is the healthiest of all human emotions. (laughs) Yes, I practice that. And yes, it's still not very good. But we get what Zig is saying there is he says there's power in you deciding and taking the time and investing the intentionality to be grateful. And so that's what we're going to do today. But before we jump into it, I wanna just talk about three reasons why this is so important. Reason number one, gratitude is an antidote to anxiety. If you go and read some on the neuroscience behind practicing gratitude, it's honestly pretty remarkable because one of the things that has been proven out by looking at brain scans and also looking at hormone levels is that anxiety, which the core of anxiety is fear and gratitude, cannot simultaneously exist you cannot actually internally experience both at the same time, which is a little bit mind-blowing. And, and truly, if you look at hormone levels, like when you experience stress or anxiety, really, like we said, the core emotions of those is fear, the hormone that your body produces is cortisol, right? That's the stress hormone. Now, in, in super intense and necessary situations, cortisol can actually be really, really helpful because it it's what keeps you on your toes. But if you are always experiencing cortisol as chronic anxiety, That's extremely detrimental to your ability to approach situations with confidence, to be able to make effective decisions and ultimately to lead people well into a future that does not yet exist. And what's so crazy is that when you effectively practice gratitude, it's been proven that your body releases serotonin and dopamine. And in contrast to the negative hormone that is cortisol, dopamine and serotonin are hormones that are uniquely attributed to happiness and contentment and pleasure. And so what's so crazy is that you can literally drown out cortisol by flooding your body with dopamine and serotonin by simply practicing gratitude. And you can do it by expressing gratitude verbally. But I mean, many of the studies that I've read really say that there's power in writing it down. And in doing so, it's not like metaphorically or anecdotally uh, an antidote to anxiety, although it is those things too. It is scientifically. An antidote to anxiety, and there's actually been um, studies done that say over time, writing down what you're grateful for has a similar effect in terms of magnitude to taking an antidepressant. So it is literally an antidote. It is literally a medication that allows you to experience a greater deal of contentment and less anxiety in your life. Pretty remarkable. Okay, number two, it's an expression of humility. Let me ask you a question real quick. Have you ever heard someone say, man, I am just so grateful this year that I am just so awesome. Gosh. Oh my gosh. Or have you ever heard someone say, Man, I am just so grateful this year that I got everything that I deserved. (laughs) Oh makes you cringe just saying it. Oh gosh, I hope you've never heard someone say that, and I hope you've never said anything close to those things. And why do we hope that? Because that's called narcissism, right? (laughs) Because we have this intuitive knowing. That gratitude always points our hearts, our souls, and our minds outside ourselves. It's the things that often have nothing to do with us, but that we get to experience. Right. When I, when we say, man, I'm just grateful for this weather outside, or I'm just grateful for the beautiful place that I get to live, or I'm, I'm just grateful for the people that I get to be surrounded by. We don't say, man, I'm just grateful for this beautiful mountain scenery because we had to do anything with regard to creating that mountain scenery. No. What we're literally saying is we're like, I didn't do anything to deserve this. I didn't do anything to earn this. And yet I get to experience the power and the beauty of this mountain scenery. And in doing so, we exercise and express humility because gratitude is one of these unique emotions that challenges you to look outside yourself almost intuitively. C.S. Lewis said that humility is not thinking less of yourself. Humility is thinking of yourself less. And I think that that's so true. And one of the things that gratitude has this ability to do is it just has the ability to put our eyes off of our own situation, our own circumstances, our own self-pity, our own entitlement. And we start looking to the things that are beautiful, that are wonderful, that are effective, that are awesome, that we likely have nothing to do with, that we didn't earn, that we didn't deserve, but we do get to experience I always think of the phrase unmerited favor. It's just the fact that, man, there's so much that is so good and so great and so awesome with regard to the people and the experiences and the scenery and the landscapes and the work that we get to be a part of every single day that I had nothing to do with. I didn't merit it, but I do get to experience it. And in doing so, we dilute pride And we express and exercise humility, which you and I would both agree that humility is a necessary and effective quality of an impact-driven leader. And so one of the ways that we develop humility is we practice gratitude. So we said that it's an antidote to anxiety. We said that it's an expression of humility. And then the final one is really, really important. It's an opportunity for leadership. Listen to me real quick. If you want a more grateful team, start by being a more grateful leader because especially in the realm of gratitude, the culture of your organization will never exceed your commitment to practicing the quality that you want to develop. Think about that for a second. If you want to raise the level of gratitude within the individuals on your team, By nature, you're the leader, so you have to, but also get to go first. And I think that gratitude should be expressed privately, but I also think that it should be expressed publicly. I think that you should be known as a walking embodiment around your office and with your team and on the Zoom meetings and with your customers of what it looks like to be an outrageously grateful leader. You should just be walking around with this gratitude radar all the time where literally people feel like every single time I'm around that person, they're always thanking someone for something or they're expressing how grateful they are for something or they're admiring the positives associated with the situation because you know what you're going to do in doing that? You're going to number one, increase the dopamine and serotonin levels in your brain, but also in their brain. But you're also going to be a walking example that they can then follow. So what would it look like for you as a leader to embody the gratitude that you want to be expressed by your team and by your customers every single day? And that's why uh, I believe so much in this episode being on our podcast is because uh, last year, it was just so cool. It was probably one of the most shared episodes that I got stories back from last year. There were leaders that messaged me and said, man, we sat down as an entire team and we walked through the entire guided gratitude exercise together. And they just talked about how it was powerful for them, but then it was powerful for their team members to see them as a leader be grateful. But then it was also powerful for them as a leader to see their team members be grateful. And it would just created this incredible cultural moment that the organization was able to reflect on in the moment, but also reflect back on later, because again, they didn't just think about what they were grateful for. They internalized and experienced what they were grateful for. And so that's what I want you to recognize is whether you use this podcast episode or not is kind of a, a choice that's up to you and to your team. But what I would challenge you to do is take the lead in prompting gratitude on your team this year. And yes, you can do it around Thanksgiving and Thanksgiving is a uniquely appropriate and prompt time to do it. But why would we not do this all the time? Why would we not start certain meetings by just saying, okay, around the room, what are we grateful for? Feels like a good way to make sure that we're focusing on the things that matter. So it's in that context that it's an antidote to anxiety, that's an expression of humility, that's an opportunity for leadership that we now get to walk through this guided gratitude exercise. And truly, everything that I read said that there is power in thinking about and internalizing gratitude, but it it almost gets exponentially amplified whenever you write it down. So if you're in a car, you're probably not going to be able to write this down right now. Or if you're on a run right now, just think about it. But what I would challenge you to do is come back to this episode with a pen and paper and actually walk through it. And we're going to play some music in between these questions. And I I really want you to, to think about this, not just on a mental level, but on a heart level. Allow this to affect your emotions and allow yourself to really internalize that feeling of gratitude as we walk through these questions. And so it's in that context that we're going to walk through seven questions. And specifically, these are seven arenas or areas that I clarified as, man, it would be really good for us to focus on being grateful in that area. And so specifically, I want you to think back about the past year for question number one. What's something that is an area that you personally were able to grow that you are thankful for? There's this incredible distinct quality about human beings that make us this really unique species on the planet that you can become something tomorrow that you are not today and maybe if we look back the person the leader the man the woman that you were a year ago is not the same person man woman leader that you are today and that is mind blowing that should absolutely blow our minds i get so passionate about this because growth is uh, growth is in the name of our business right and and what's so incredible is that you have this opportunity and ability to grow and you are not who you used to be and so it would be really wise for us just to think about men what is one of the areas that I've been challenged to grow over the course of the past year that I'm really grateful for? That maybe I look at a version of myself a year ago and I say that person is almost unrecognizable in this area because of how much I've grown. I want you to spend a little bit of time thinking about what's an area that you've grown over the past year that you're grateful for and write it down right now. Okay. The second question that I want to ask you is what is a relationship that you were able to build that you are grateful for and why? I'm just a big believer in the idea that human connection is the horsepower of life. And human connection is really what it's all about because people are the point and you will never go wrong prioritizing people. And there are people that are in your life right now, that when you think about your relationship with them, the primary emotion is just gratitude. And with regard to internalizing that gratitude, I don't just want you to think about the person, although I think that's good. I want you to think about specific reasons why you're grateful for them. And I want you to write those down, but I also think it would be really good for you just to pop over a text or a voice memo or a call and just let that person know, hey, I was walking through this guided gratitude episode and you came to mind. And let them know why. Because sometimes the greatest affirmations we have to give people, we don't voice. And I think that's a shame. So I want you to think about what's a relationship you were able to build or cultivate over the course of the past year that you're extremely grateful for and why. Spend some time working on that right now. Okay, the next area I want us to focus on being grateful is, where are you grateful for a lesson that you were able to learn over the course of the past year? I'll tell you, as I was thinking about this exercise, because I did this exercise before I started recording this podcast, Uh, A moment came to mind. I was on the beach in Florida and I had been spending some time away from my phone and I had really just been quieting myself to really try and get myself to focus on what matters. And one of the things that I recognized is that I had been almost working in a state of stress for longer than I had been aware And I had been pursuing growth associated with other people's expectations and associated with this idea of forward motion and associated with this idea and fixation and preconceived notion that we need to be big instead of being healthy. And it was in that context that I just got hit by a semi truck. And and for me, it felt like a God thing because it was this recognition and realization that has now become a theme around our business. And with regard to everything we're doing now, that just because you're growing doesn't mean you're healthy and healthy growth is possible. It's just not guaranteed. But you have to, as a leader, prioritize health. And that was a lesson that I had to learn the hard way. I had to learn that lesson by almost following too far this path of growing for the sake of growth and becoming outrageously and incredibly stressed out. And that was a lesson that I'll never forget, that I'm outrageously grateful for. And so what I want you to think about is what is a moment or something that you learned over an extended period of time that taught you a lesson that you're extremely grateful for? Spend some time thinking about that right now. The next area that I want us to focus on being grateful for is a trial you were able to face. And some of you may even still be facing this, but I know because I get to talk to many of you that many of you have been through some pretty intense seasons this year. Maybe you experienced health issues of your own. Maybe you lost a loved one. Maybe your business was negatively affected by the pandemic. Maybe you became socially isolated. Maybe you've been challenged by an addiction or a bad habit. I don't know what the area is, but there's no way everything in the past year for you was up and to the right. And I think we would be remiss as leaders to not look back on the year and say, man, there were areas this year, and I may even still be in them, that they they felt like valleys. And it was really challenging, and it was really, really tough. And I honestly didn't know that I was going to make it through. Well, what's beautiful is by product of listening to this today, you've made it to this point. And that's pretty awesome. And we should be really grateful for that. And there's areas where although things were hard and we did never want to be delusionally positive and say, oh, it's all good. All that stuff that would happen. We don't want to say that it wasn't hard because we want to be real. We want to be authentic. But man, we've got to be able to be grateful and say, man, I'm here today. And the fact that I'm here today is evidence that I've made it through to this point. There's power in that. There's strength in that. There's confidence in that. But you have to own it. And the way that you own it is by being grateful for it. You have to own it by saying, man, there was a moment where I thought that thing was going to take me out, where I thought our business was going to cease to exist, where I felt like our marriage was falling apart, but I kept moving forward. And because we kept moving forward, we are here today. Man, if you're like me, whenever you think back to those trials, the only thing that you can point your eyes to and you can point your soul to is God's faithfulness because you are here today. And that should compel outrageous, extreme gratitude that, man, we get to live and know everything may not be good because the Bible never says that everything will be all good. That doesn't happen till later on. But what it does say is that we get to rejoice because we get to live in alignment and in step with the God of the universe today. And so what would that look like for you? What would it look like to express gratitude for the trial that you faced or you are facing? Not because it's all good, but because God's in it and you're still here. That's what we're talking about. So what's that trial and what would it look like for you to really internalize and experience gratitude for that? Spend some time on that right now. Okay, the next one that i want you to think about is an experience that you got to have Uh, i read something recently that just uh it crushed me and it just said that there's some pretty significant evidence that says that because we're so fixated on our phones and social media that we are losing the ability as a generation to actually uh experience things to such a degree that we can put ourselves back into that position mentally so there's times where it's like, man, I can, I can think about this in my own life, but especially talking to my parents and my grandparents, it's like they can literally put themselves back and think, man, that sunset sitting on that porch, I can literally remember, it, I can visualize it, I can feel it. And it's almost like you can put yourself back in that moment. And sometimes we struggle so much with being present that we sacrifice our ability to do that later on because we were never actually there for it. And so what I want to challenge you to think about today, but also to practice moving forward is what was a time that it's like, man, you just want to put yourself back in that moment. Maybe it was a sunset. Maybe it was a sunrise. Maybe it was a vacation. Maybe it was a conversation. Maybe it was meeting someone. Maybe it was a business decision. Maybe it was a realization. But I don't just want you to think about what it was. I want you to put yourself back in that moment and maybe even close your eyes and try and visualize it. Try and feel it. And then in the process of visualizing and feeling it, I want you to experience outrageous gratitude for it. And I want you to think about why you're grateful for it. Because that thing that happened, whatever that experience was, it's not guaranteed. And so what would it look like for you to experience and feel outrageous gratitude for that experience that you maybe even feel more gratitude today than when it actually happened? And then also as an action item, I want us to focus on creating moments like that one in the future and experiencing gratitude in the present. But I want you to think about that gratitude right now. But I want you to think about that experience, that moment right now. Spend some time internalizing it. Okay. We have two more to focus on. Uh, And the next one is just one of the things that I've found in doing this exercise with myself and doing it with leaders is that it's always good to ask the question, what's the thing in your life that you can't even begin to explain, but that you're outrageously grateful for? Think about that for a second. There's some things that you didn't work for it. You didn't earn it. It's not like you created a strategic plan to get there. But you look up and you just say, I get to experience this. And that's just insane. Maybe it's a relationship. Maybe it's a job. Maybe it's a place you get to live. Maybe it's a person that you know. Maybe it's a recognition that you had or an area of growth that you've experienced or forgiveness or grace that you've experienced. Maybe it's a principle that you're currently practicing What's the thing that you look at that is now a part of your life that you, you maybe, if we had told you before, you would have said, there's no way that could ever happen. What is that thing and what would it look like to internalize gratitude, to feel gratitude, to compel the emotion of gratitude outside yourself for that thing? Think about this for a second. Spend some time internalizing it and writing it down. Okay. And this is the final one. I think there's so much value to owning and acknowledging the season that we are currently in. And so what I want to know is what are you grateful for with regard to the season that you are currently in right now? What are you grateful for with regard to what you're learning? What are you grateful for with regard to where you're being challenged? What are you grateful for with regard to your relationships? What are you grateful for with regard to opportunities and challenges that you're facing? what are you grateful for with regard to the season that you're in? Because when we have awareness for the season that we're in, we're able to more fully experience it. That's what it looks like to be present. And so spend some time thinking about this season, thinking about the value and richness that exists in this season. Put your eyes on it, but more than that, put your soul on it. hope that this was helpful, uh, for all of you that walked through this exercise. And, um, I want to challenge you to lead others through this exercise. You can use the podcast episode to do that if you would like to, or you can do that as a leader, but be the type of person that leads others in the practice and the experience of gratitude, because it is truly such a gift And it's on that note uh, that I just think I would be remiss not to mention that when I walked through this exercise on my own, so much of what I wrote down was the Path for Growth team and the Path for Growth community. Uh, So to our team, Zach, Kelly, Gerald, Olivia, Danielle, Michelle, Uh, gosh, uh, you're the people that I can't explain. You're the people that I'm outrageously grateful to be in relationship with, that I'm grateful to call my friends. I mean, I just think it's so cool that I get to work with and call part of this team people that I just consider dear friends and honestly admire as leaders as well. And so know that I'm so grateful for you and I'm so grateful for the way that you are committed to impact-driven leaders stepping to who they were created to be so that others benefit and God is glorified. We are just getting started. And uh, man, the, this mission, it just it wouldn't be possible without each of you. So thank you. And then to all of you who make up the Path for Growth community, whether you're one on one coaching clients or growth group clients or members of the online community or just podcast listeners that maybe I haven't even met yet. I just want to let you know I'm grateful for you because uh, this wouldn't happen without you. This thing exists for you. And yes, I'm grateful that you're a part of what we're doing. But more than being grateful for that, I'm grateful for what you're doing. Uh, Because I truly believe that all change occurs because a leader makes a decision to grow. Because growth of organizations, growth of societies, growth of countries, growth of communities will never exceed the growth of individual leaders. And each of you is uniquely driven by the fact that you desire to make an impact that is so much bigger, so much greater, so much grander than yourself. And then as a result, you're raising the bar on your leadership and personal and professional growth so that you can take others with you. And I just love that you're so energized by this idea of strength is for service as we are, that you get to become outrageously strong so that you can effectively serve others. And then many of you are engaged by the same deep-seated conviction that we are, that all of our growth, all of our strength, all of our personal development, all of our leadership exists for one overarching, overwhelming, compelling purpose, and that is to glorify the God that created us. And so I just want to say thank you. Because you are the walking embodiment of why I left my full-time job to create this company. And you are the people that are putting it into action. And the stories of how it is making an impact, uh, it it never ceases to blow me away and blow our team away. And so it's with that that I just want to let you know that we're rooting for you. Remember, we want to see you win. I hope that you have an unbelievable... Thanksgiving. Remember, my strength is not for me. Your strength is not for you. Our strength is for service. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go.